Last week on Knights of the Roll Table. Gravely, Maya, Coach, XX, Bloody Heart, and Salius, you are all gathered in the front room of the McIntyre's cottage. Our mission is to, is to shut the portal. Difficulty being, we can't get to it, and we don't know how to close it. I can do it. And there is Sindel. I can close the portal. All we can do is uh, make sure that we help you and try to keep you as safe as we can. There's basically a giant fortress of black walls, and around the black walls, there's a mode of lava. Very well. Send the girl in first. Perhaps we could get control of the gnolls. I think that's an extraordinarily bad idea. And then standing between you and the two giant doors are a whole bunch more fire gnolls, but they're just like standing, staring forward blankly. All of those gnolls that were standing lifelessly start to wake up. Hopefully the recap was good, so I don't I don't even know how to explain what's going on right now. It's gonna be good. <laughs> the current situation in the past roughly minute, uh, you guys have scrambled into the fortress of fire with a battle going on outside where the militia of the town of Respite is just barely holding their own against the fire army led by salamanders which you guys roughed up on the way in by sneaking through some sheep that are not there anymore because maya is not focusing on them the sheep has has served its purpose yeah no they you got a lot of mileage out of the sheep um you you did discover about 40 gnolls that were uh, just sort of like standing at attention, not responding to anything. So Salius and XX Bloody Heart worked their way through there and established they didn't seem to be a threat and uh, examined the door over there. But now that Maya and Coach have thunderstepped down from the battlements, uh, they all appear to be waking up. So... Now, as a DM, oh, I was dear. not really expecting this scenario to play out. <laughs> so uh, let's see how this goes, shall we? Let's uh, roll initiative, everybody. Oh. All right. So our initiative order is Salius with 19, Maya with 16, Sora with 15, XX Bloody Heart with 13, Gravely with 7, Sora with 2, and 40 Knolls who oh, rolled a 13. So they would come... Uh, right after Sora. We did not mention in the uh, epic conclusion of last episode that Sora and Sindel were up there almost in the radius of Thunderstep, but it's only a 10-foot radius, so it probably would have just missed them. They are closest to whatever is going on up there. Now, all of these gnolls are just sort of like waking up, looking groggy, tired, kind of like coming into consciousness. So I'm going to give everybody one round before the gnolls act. What do you want to do? Salius is up. All right. Uh, Amidst them. Also, there's that little magma dude. Yeah, but I think but he he ducked out of sight, right? I can't Mm -hmm. see him right now. Can't currently see him. He might be feeling more confident. Uh, I can't imagine why when you hit him with the magic (laughs) missiles. Um, All right, Uh, Silius is going to uh, cast. Don't know how to pronounce this. I'm going to say a Ganazar Scorcher. (laughs) 
<laughs> Eganazar, Scorcher. Well, I would say Eganazar, but now that you don't know, I realize I don't really know, so we're going to go roll with this. Eganazar, Scorcher. All right. Aggie uh, Scorch. Uh, that, so, um, since I know that uh, XX Bloody Heart is somewhere over there, I don't want to aim at him. So this is a, it's 30 feet long and 5 feet wide, so I'm going to aim where I can hit the most knolls without hitting anybody that I care about, including Steve. Uh, all right, well, you're, you're, Sorry, you're yes. roughly in the middle. You're both roughly in the middle, so there's yeah. probably 20 to either side. You probably can't catch all of them. Oh, yeah. But you could probably cast, is this a cone or a It is beam? a line of roaring flame 30 feet long and 5 feet wide. Wow. Uh, I'll say you could probably catch 10 of them in that. Okay. I will aim at 10, then. So they have to make dexterity saving throws. So 10 nulls are hit, and their saving throw was 13. That is so below my miss. DC. All right, so then that's, uh, they're going to take 3d8 fire damage. 18 damage. Uh, so Silius will go, Agonazar Scorcher! And, like, point at them. They are uh, fire gnolls, so they don't seem oh, quite <laughs> as damaged by the fire, Did but they are Did you forget we were in hit. a world of lava? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Maybe a scorching spell is it what we need. Look, he only knows so many spells. I don't have water, I don't so have Agonazar's water. Wetness or whatever. <laughs> Ooh, I don't like that. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Moist. Moistness. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So they're all hit, and they are all more on fire, and they seem to be injured by it, but they are not. It strengthens them. Destroyed. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you want to go in a direction? Um, can I do that without enduring an attack of opportunity? Yeah, they're not reacting right now. All right, I'll go over by. Uh, it's Steve's closer to the door, right? Sorry, XX Bloody, Bloody Heart. Heart. Uh, is over by the door. I'll go up to the door. The inner door, yeah. Yeah, I'll go towards the door. Okay, so you're going behind all of them. Yes. Cool. Maya. Maya is going to hold out her hand, and in it will appear her little weasel familiar. Mm -hmm. Bill. Mr. Bill. And uh, she's going to tell him, Go up there, help them get the thing so they can control the noise. And she's going to send him up the stairs. And if you will allow me to do that. So he was in your hat, yes? We've established yeah. he was in your hat. Yeah, of course. So he'll, yeah, crawl down out of there. You want him to crawl up the stairs? Yeah. Okay. And head upstairs. Okay, all right. So Bill uh, scurries up, <laughs> scurries up the stairs. I don't know what Bill's range of motion is. We probably, do you have weasel He's stats? He's a weasel. Mm -hmm. So let me take a long hand Weasel stats. stats. Weasel stats. Uh, 30 feet is his stats. speed. According to Fight Club 5. Okay, and you're telling him to do what? Help the people with the Run thing? Run upstairs. <laughs> you know, just just help them get control of the thing that controls the other thing. It's really specific, Zach. I don't okay. see why you're not following this. Weasel makes it up the stairs towards Sora and Sindel, who are up oh, that man. staircase. They are now closest to whatever's going on up there. And now Bill is up there. Mm-hmm. Telling uh, Bill what to do would be probably a free action. Okay. So does Maya want to do something? Can I just ready an action, and when the gnolls uh, wake up and start to attack us, I'd like to be prepared to rush into them and sword burst around myself to take out his... But I want to wait until they actually attack us. I mean, they're waking up right now. But, like, they haven't attacked win. us. Like, I don't know if they are right. actually Just angry or if right maybe, they, maybe they would decide to help us, but I will be ready to mess up some knolls if I, I need to. I lit ten of them on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the die has been cast. 
Literally. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you can ready ready sword burst for when Knowles attack. And uh, Sora. That brings us to Sora and Sindel, who will take initiative collectively. And Sora rushes up onto the front battlement and looks down at the situation, sees the battle going on where the militia is not holding up great against the fire army, but the salamanders are, so she's able to see, and you might be able to just see through the front gate, through the drawbridge, the salamander that you injured being taken down pretty easily by Kevin and Donovan together. So there's some disarray on that side, but they're still, generally speaking, the fire armies holding their line and pushing back the militia pretty consistently. Further on in the forest, Sora can see, you probably can't see well, but just generally that's where the lichens are fighting the gnolls that were out there that is probably, nobody has great line of sight, but you could deduce if these gnolls are kind of like snapping out of something that was controlling them, that those gnolls might be in a more gnoll-like state than they previously were under the control of the Mark of Inagu somewhere. Uh, so, Sora's up there. She has that view. She sees the salamander go down, sees the general condition of the battle happening outside, and uh, she looks around and sees the a little pendant kind of thing on the ground. Not on a chain, but a little kind of like stone with kind of a, a metal casing around it that has the symbol of Yunagu on it. Well, that might be it. <laughs> Might be. Yes. That's a trial. The symbol of Unagi. I'm going to take a wild guess. That's the thing we need to get. So, I mean, I don't know quite what's going to happen here. Um, so, Sora looks down at this mark of Unagu and is hesitant to grab it because it seems rather powerful and dangerous. But then probably Sindel would not hesitate when she sees it. So, actually, I'm going to roll, like, a dexterity contest between Sindel and Sora huh. to see what happens. I don't know. That mom strength is good. Well, that's why it's dexterity. Drop it. Super yeah. good. <laughs> Drop that right now. You give me that. <laughs> Young lady. <laughs> give me that mark of Yunoga right now. What are you eating? <laughs> get, that out of your, get that out of your get mouth. Drop it. So, Sindel goes for it, and that breaks Sora's like decision point and she definitely like holds Sindel back and grabs it and is overtaken suddenly by sort of the madness of of being a knoll uh, which is I mean the knolls basically the, what gravely knows about knolls really is that they are a force of nature they are wild and their mission is just like kill and eat everything we can but uh, they're not really up for a even-handed battle, so they wouldn't generally attack. If there is 20 gnolls, they would look for a band of 10 people out somewhere that they could absolutely know they could overtake and destroy everything and kill everyone. A band of 20 gnolls would avoid a town, but if they grow into 100 gnolls, they might attack a town of 30 people. They're going to attack in overwhelming numbers and kill everything. It's a um, good thing there's so many of us. So Sora uh, grabs that, and you see all of those gnolls kind of stop and look up towards her. Uh, they all turn towards the drawbridge and start running through. They start running through out to the battlefield. 
and they crash into the back of the fire army and start fighting them, <laughs> which will allow the militia to basically flank them. But that's really all that Sora is willing to do. So she kind of does that all in the space of just a few seconds, sends them running that direction, kind of points them and launches them, and then tosses the mark out, and it lands in the lava river. Oh. So gnolls are now, they probably don't actually get out that far, but they are all running. They literally, all the gnolls turn and run directly at Maya and Coach, who just sort of stand and stare at them, but then they all run past oh, crap. and out towards what? the yeah. drawbridge. Oh, uh, what? Oh, okay. Goodbye! Uh, that... First I got teleported here, and then things lit on fire, and now what is going on? Coach, it's okay, the noise are leaving. Yes, take that! <laughs> You're taking credit for it? <laughs> He wouldn't know any better. He did yeah. do some damage. Mr. Bill, come down here. Let's figure out the door. They all left? He, all threw, right. he threw a wave of fire at them and they ran away from his perspective. Yes, from Sathia's perspective, he definitely destroyed the army of gnolls. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Look at that! All right, so I have been waiting 11 episodes you to sneak up on something and assassinate it. You should to have use rolled the a skill. higher initiative. Well, I can't <laughs> help that. <laughs> I was so close to assassinating something. Ugh. I mean, you could throw something at the last one. It no, is your it turn. doesn't. <laughs> it's fine. Boop. Okay, so one of his cloaks. <laughs> you're all now alone, as far as you can see, in the fortress. What do you want to do? Well, that worked out well. Um. Hey, Sindel. Hey, Sindel. Yes. Get down here. Yeah. We need you. The the doors are the portal's probably on the other side. I imagine. So, are you okay too? Sora and Sindel head down the stairs. Rush down the stairs. Um. And they are okay. It's also, uh, you really haven't been in the fortress very, very long, but it is extremely hot, like 100 degrees, 120 degrees, uh, XX Bloody Heart in three and you clothes know that is super hot. Maya Ooh. does not wear deodorant. Oh, Wait, no. Are we all. out not of a lot initiative? Of either. Yeah. Uh, for <laughs> now, yes. yeah, everybody left. They all ran away. Okay. I would like to go up, back up on the stairs. Gravely's going to go back up the stairs also look at the battle, and I want to shoot one of the salamanders. Gravely, where are you going? I'll we be need... right back. No, Hold on. We need to go this way. We Just don't... one uh, second. The door's this way. Zip, zip. All right, roll attacks. Man, fast. Uh, one of them is a 16. Okay, so 16 will hit. 21 damage. 21 damage. So that arrow similarly gives Kevin and Donovan an advantage against the salamander, who were able to turn to that one, and probably both get in enough strikes to take it down before the wave of gnolls go crashing into the fire army uh, and start tearing into the back of them, which uh, definitely allows the militia to flank them, but also they're going to need to back off. The fire army kind of has to turn around, fight the gnolls, fight the militia, and uh, do their best out there, but these gnolls adding into that battle will definitely change things significantly. And um, gravely... No, wait. XX Bloody Heart, if you want to do something cool... No, they're all gone. You can take a turn. Okay. Oh, no. That's all right. Uh, Sorry, my boy. I didn't mean to scare them off. That's fine. Let's get inside the next... Gravely, get back down here. You done? All right. All right, I'm coming. Man, that must have been really important. 
<laughs> it was. I, I was helping the, the, the fight the battle. They're helping us. We got to go. I want you up in the door. So, what's um, she say? It's barred from the other side. I don't think we can open it. We got to find another way around. Coach, or, can you uh, jump? <laughs> I jumped like two feet off the ground. <laughs> yes, oh, no, that's that uh, coach just, just a regular jump. Oh, no, that was not is impressive. It, is it a wooden I, door? Okay. I mean, two I'm feet's still. pretty good. I mean, I'm only like five feet tall. So, last time you flew I mean, over me, I could cast it again if you can make the height. Oh, well, I, I do again have some climbing gear we could set up. I is, can get up there. Is it a wooden door? Anybody else really hot? It is a wooden door. So, yeah. yes, it is super hot. And Sora way. casts off her cloak, um, which hits the ground and immediately bursts into flames because it's not protected by the Ooh. ring anymore. Cool. And um, she's has sort of like light leather covering over her. She basically ends up in the kind of armor, the kind of like ridiculous set of <laughs> armor that like the female characters in battle games have, where like the guys are completely covered in 10 layers of steel and women somehow have like bare legs and bare midriff. That's basically what Sora is in for a good reason, um, because she's clearly very body positive and confident. <laughs> she's super fit, a little bit intimidating <laughs> for you guys to look at. And um, she just kind of stares at XX Bloody Heart wearing his three clothes. Like, are you gonna just like pass out from whatever? I'm fine. You're Don't not worry last. about me. Kid, you're sweating. <laughs> Don't worry like about me. Definitely sweating. Yeah, looking a little bit flushed. You smell like my childhood. It's fine. Oh. Let's. Is there a ladder? I want to look no around ladders, for a ladder. No ladder. Okay. Well. It's it's a wooden door. We should be able to burn it down, but it's already very hot here, so I'm not sure what to do about this. Wait a minute. Why don't we just try knocking? Bard from oh, dunk, dunk, dunk. I would I like to knock on the door just in case. Roll a dexterity save. Uh oh. Oh, oh no. Run away. Uh oh, natural <laughs> twenty. <laughs> okay, so you knock and that little magma creature turns up above you and throws down another ball of magma, but you deftly leap out of the side and then look up at him where he is up there going. <laughs> I'm going to shoot him. <laughs> well, unfortunately, you are already up on the other battlements, and you've already used your attacks I'm going to shoot round. him. <laughs> you do not shoot him. Uh, well, um, he's count. visible, so he pops up, drops that, and then ducks down again where you can't see him again. Oh. Hello! That was not very nice! You hear him again. He's not visible, but here. <laughs> that guy's really annoying. The, the next thing, uh, next time I can see him, Unless we end up in initiative before mm-hmm. then, um, I Silius would like to ready frostbite to cast on him, but I have to be able to see him in order to be able to do that. Frostbite is ready, locked and loaded. I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come down really the stairs. Really okay. out here. I assume though that we're out of initiative still, mm-hmm. despite being attacked. <clears throat> yes. Guys, well, get against the wall so that uh, we can't. He's gonna shoot at us. Yeah, he's like, have Bill, Mr. Bill, uh-huh. come back and uh, see if I can send him to. Maybe attempt to scale the wall. Is he? Is he? It's real hot. He's, but he's Fey. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know if that matters. But yeah, it, that, I'm not the DM. Does it matter? Care. No, it doesn't matter. Zach, you tell me. Bill is fine. That's a good <laughs> question. <laughs> your, your, her, her cloak lit on fire when it hit the ground. But Bill, no, he's whose <laughs> team are you on? <laughs> he's got ferret feet. But like, I'm like, ferret. we're connected, and I'm wearing feet. the ring. Yeah, for the Weasel. sake of fun, to fire your ferret feet. feet. For the sake of fun, and only because we put so much setup into Bill existing, suddenly, <laughs> immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I will. Sorry, I will. Sorry. 
<laughs> I will bow down to whatever you say, Dan. Yes. No, in the spirit of that, it seems that your <laughs> your it seems that your magical protection is extending to Bill. He's not bursting into flames, but it is like a definite vertical climb. He doesn't really able. He's not a spider. He's not able to. He's like sweating and like sliding down the climb wall. Climb it straight up. I mean, I could throw him up there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's throw the weasel. I'm very good at throwing things. You know, I can throw him perfectly so that as soon as he reaches the top, he just touches the little feet, he's down, and he'll, he'll be fine. I think that's a good idea. It's a pretty big wall. I mean, it's probably pretty thick at the top. Bill, what Bill, do you think? Bill Bill looks at Coach with, like, wide-eyed <laughs> Come weasel, here, little buddy. Come weasel on. fear, and then he looks back to Maya Come to like, couch. Uh, <laughs> Are you uh, kidding me? <laughs> uh, Come Mr. here. Mr. Bill, it's not a terrible idea, and I promise I will summon you again if you die. <laughs> Well, that's uh, that's disheartening uh, in my abilities for uh, the throwing of uh, small creatures. Okay, so Bill turns back like reluctantly and kind of like weasel walks over to Coach and lets Coach pick him up, maybe by the scruff of his weasel neck. Uh, I think I'm gonna lose a weasel right now, you guys. Coach is gonna whisper to Bill, "Get ready, little buddy," and he's gonna try and ball him he's up as much as he crunk. can. <laughs> weasel, he rolls no, up. So he kind of no, he up needs to use his feet. <laughs> oh, he'll, he'll, he'll roll up. He'll, oh, he'll extend out. I'm an idiot. Here okay. we go. No, you're not. No. One. Wait, hold on. We're reading spell text. Two. Um, as an action, I can. Uh, how tall is it up there, by the way? How tall up is it? How far up is this? It's probably about a thirty foot. Perfect. Because as an action, I can like basically teleport him 30 feet and and I go <laughs> roll like, it he's thrown it roll oh it no. roll it it's make too coach late. feel better by teleporting him as he lets go yeah, <laughs> yeah. And coach yeah. Like, i told you i could do it <laughs> uh exactly so as that. an action probably okay hold on let's let's break this down a little bit mm-hmm. so i'm gonna have coach roll an athletics yeah <laughs> for Bill, actually, you can roll it with advantage because Bill would presumably take the help action to (laughs) that would be by by making himself as ball-like and aerodynamic as possible. Bill's going to take the help action on the athletics roll to throw him over the thirty-foot wall of fire. Eleven. So Bill goes launching up there, and I mean, it's a solid throw of a good twenty-eight feet. He makes a solid roll of 28 feet and is just about to slam into that wall when Maya remembers she can teleport him 30 feet. I forgot! So right before he weasel splatters. <laughs> She's going to use her action to dismiss him into the pop- pocket dimension and then reappear him. Uh, it can be within 30 feet. So uh, 30 feet beyond wherever he is? 30 feet of me. So I'm going to pop him right on the ledge. And you don't need to see where he is? Hmm? Well, I can put him on the ledge. I'll see on the ledge, right? I mean, the you could put one, him on like the one one foot edge above wall. the ledge. Mm-hmm. If you can see there. Yeah. There's a place where the little magma dude <coughs> is like hidden down right there. So you can't see like the very top, but you yeah. can put him on like the edge of the wall. Yeah. I'll All right. On the edge of the wall. I got a wicked curveball. Right before he, he like, smashes against the wall, he, like, pops into existence and then re-pops up on top of the wall. And uh, Bill is up there. 
where he sees the little magma dude immediately. Bite him. Uh, can't attack him because Bill can't take the attack action. But also the magma dude already took an action. So they're probably just staring at each other up there right at this moment. But he can communicate with me telepathically because we're within 100 feet. Mm-hmm. So Mr. Bill can tell me what's up. There's a magma dude there. Cool. <laughs> That's what he's looking at. What's on the other side of the wall? Can you wait? There's a magma dude. Well, we know that. I don't like that guy. Um, Get Bill to open the gate. There's a magma go, dude go. up there. <laughs> but it goes on the other side and opens the gate. Someone else should do something. Uh, Gravely is going to walk to the right around the, that battlement and just see if there's any way up or any other <laughs> Another thing. 40 knolls. No. Oh, um, no. Run away. I'll be right back. Well, I guess I'll just have to knock it down. Wait a minute. XX Bloody Hot, what about your, your rings? Oh, the hoops. The hoops. What, what did I do with the hoops? Did I use the them? Hoop? Give one to Coach and have him throw it over the wall. Coach, throw this over the wall. Huh? <laughs> oh, I have to activate it first. Dang it. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. First roll an athletics check to throw the portal thing. Yes. Again. I hope it rolls low. 13. Plus six, 19. All right, so, fine. The hoop <laughs> is on the other side, and XX Bloody Heart has his hoop on this side. The blue hoop, whichever one yeah, it is. Yes, we'd have the blue Not hoop. the orange hoop. No one goes through the orange hoop. You yeah, go through the blue first. Yeah, the blue is the first one. All right, that. I want to set it down on the ground, and then, like, um, tiptoe up to it, and then jump in like I'm jumping into a pool. I'm going to go immediately after you. <laughs> no way! Oh, no, why? All right, so XX jumps in yeah. and presumably pops up the other side, which is going to be a super weird... That's assuming it landed. I'm just going to roll like a coin flip, basically, for which side up it landed. Um, yeah, so... It landed down, so what? you're going to jump through it. It just... Aren't you, aren't you supposed to go down, through there? And I then think I probably you would like knock up. it up as yes. <laughs> Your like feet would knock down and you somehow on the other side here right now. need to pull up <laughs> that yes, hoop on I the other side. But I wouldn't pull up the outside one because that would shred me interdimensionally. <laughs> I would need to <laughs> reach down. So like when touch. he jumps in, like his feet go in like the shallow, like a little yeah. tiny bit, mm-hmm. and then he stops and picks it up. Yeah, yeah, so then I need to pick up the outer ring and lift it over <laughs> me, which just, will look yeah, and on, me appear. And on our side, we just see we just see him go like like just like two inches, and he's like, hold on a second, he reaches down and he lifts up, and this ring just goes floating up, but he disappears. No, I think we would see him like yeah, look t- like he pulled himself down. Yeah. Yeah, I think he would drop through it. Geometry. It's like when someone pretends to be in an elevator and oh, like yeah, behind yeah. a couch. That's what it would look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, this and then coach. <laughs> coach jumps through, probably expecting to do the whole like only his feet go in, but then totally drops through quickly <laughs> yeah, as exactly. gravity like does a ninety degree turn and he falls down <laughs> sideways. And uh, it's breaking my brain. Probably you all go in after that. I think Salias would stick his head through and be like. 
Are you guys okay? Down into the ground. Oh yeah, we're fine. Okay, and then he would like crawl through. Uh huh. All right. Can you can you fix it so it's so it's right side up and just so I can? No, just do it. You can pick up your side sideways and just. I'll pick up my side sideways. Come on, Maya. Jump through the hoop. (laughs) (laughs) And poor Bill's stuck up on that. This is degrading, but I'm doing this for Bill. No, it's a performance. Ooh! And then she, like, does a little, like, somersault into it and lands with her... You light the hoop on fire. Lands with her, like, arms up, like, a Y. Probably is on fire. Probably is on fire, I go, (laughs) ta-da! Oh, And then I'll I'll just go... Yay, Maya, that was so good. Thank you, thank you. What do we see on the other side? All right, and so Death. Gravely is in. You guys are all in, and inside are this Sora wall, and Sindel coming with us too. They are okay. So, yes, Sora and Sindel would probably go in before Gravely, mm-hmm. and everybody is in there. Gravely behind that other hoop is on the outside because you wouldn't be able to bring it with you or slowly lighting on fire. Interdimensional disaster. It's fine. It's made of- <laughs> slowly melting. So what's in the inside is this is. This inner wall basically does cover the territory of the the original battle around the portal where they had captured Sindel and you fought the original fire knolls and all that. So you're basically in that clearing, but now it's completely burned out. Now this big firewall is built up around it. So you see the portal in the exact middle of this ring, and it is still filled with flame and fire and looks like it... Uh, through it it's not just fire it definitely looks like you can kind of like see through it a whole world it looks like flaming buildings um all sorts of stuff in there on either side they are are two big fire snakes they are big giant fiery snakes they look a lot like the salamanders but more uh feral and animal like they don't look as intelligent they look like big scary snakes either side of the portal kind of staring there and in the on the platform that was so there's two platforms in this clearing there's one right in front of the portal where they had like they were holding sindel when you first encountered this area that platform now has a big uh kind of gaudy stone fire thrown on it and on that is sitting lord charcandrus watching you kind of all tumble through through this tumble through this portal so he just watched maybe the weasel appear but definitely (laughs) like the hoop fly up and land (laughs) in front of him and then all of you guys tumble through it what what expression does he have just watching amusement um so yeah, Lord Charcandrus. Is he petting is... a little fire cat or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, he has in his hand a big staff with uh, a big orange um, sort of ball on the end of it that looks like it is has fire inside of it. And uh, he has sort of big giant black. And he has a crown on his head. And that crown looks to be uh, a flame. And he Red. is looking at all of you, kind of casually sitting on his throne. You. Saying, is that also on fire? Uh, the throne looks kind of similarly made to the stuff the whole fortress is made of. It looks like just barely cooled lava rock. Um, definitely looks hot and dangerous. Well, he certainly has a theme going on. I this drop. is your fault. All this is your fault. 
I do not like you and I do not like the monarchy, but I love your costume. <clears throat> well, thank you very much, Maya. Welcome here. It's unfortunate that you will have to be destroyed because I've quite enjoyed watching all of your, mm, shall we say, antics? Perhaps, well, no, oh, what is there to say? I just feel like we should talk, but no, that's so typical. I don't, let's just kill them. Go ahead, kill them. Hunter's Mark. All right. <laughs> Rage. Hunter's Mark and Rage deployed. That's fine. And uh, the fire elementals step forward. Everybody roll initiative. Mm. Woo! I think XX Bloody Heart also wants to do something. Before we start, I would like to attempt to disguise myself as a camel. <laughs> <laughs> but just because you can? Yes. <laughs> Is it really a disguise at this point? Yep. <laughs> oh, hey, there's a camel here. Nothing weird about that. <laughs> hey, that person turned into a camel. <laughs> All right, so XX Bloody Heart pops through the portal first, holds it up, coach rolls through, and about then, the camel suddenly looks like a camel for some reason, which is part of the ridiculousness that Lord Chakandris is but ob- observing. Is it a sexy camel? Aren't no. all camels? No, regular no. camel. We don't no. need to objectify <laughs> all camels. <laughs> this is, this to Maya. <laughs> to Maya is what I meant. I don't know what you think about her, but... Yeah, all sorts of... I mean, you know, sexuality. I rolled a 10. <laughs> <laughs> is that with your dexterity? Hello, Knights of the Roll Table. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for accompanying us on the journey so far 12 episodes in this is the final episode of kind of the first story arc that i have been dming and the plan from here next week on tuesday we will likely be releasing uh kind of taking a little break before story arcs we recorded kind of like a debrief amongst us so check that out next week and then the week after that in two tuesdays will be the debut episode of the next story arc where chris who plays Gravely currently is going to be our new dungeon master, and I am going to play an actual character. Really excited about that. Check out the bonus episode for kind of an explanation of more of that plan and how it's happening. And finally, I want to talk to you today about supporting us on Patreon. Now, here's the thing if you're listening to this live, we don't actually have a Patreon, but I realize that uh, you might be re- listening to this. A year in the future, or even more, or even just a few months. I'm not sure when our Patreon will start up, but when it does, I want people to know about it. And uh, if you've listened to us this far, hopefully you might be willing to um, contribute a little bit to uh, our ability to continue to make this podcast and to get access to bonus content. So check out our Patreon. I can't tell you exactly what's on it, but right now we're talking about all sorts of great ideas for bonus episodes, bonus content, um, player notes, playable character sheets for the characters and some of the monsters that we've encountered, and all sorts of cool stuff. So uh, considering checking out Patreon and pledging to support the podcast there. Um, Also... Follow us on Twitter at Rolled Table or me on Twitter at MFTZACH. Definitely uh, subscribe to the Instagram where there's a new art all the time at Knights of the Rolled Table podcast. Uh, follow Chris and Weston. Chris's Daily Tunes RPG on Instagram. Weston's Make My Anthem on Instagram and Twitter. 
Again, thank you so much for listening. I have really appreciated you joining me on this journey. Uh, fun and sometimes harrowing for me journey as a dungeon master. And I am excited to go forward and continue to create content and to actually play. Because that is a lot less stressful to record than when I DM. So see you later. Now go out and make life an adventure. When you're doing things in the dungeon, do you want to get up and be a curmudgeon? You've got the power! You've got the nerve! Will you go straight into the dungeon? Or will you swerve? <laughs> guitar solo. Three guitar solos at the same time. guitars come out on stage. We have uh, XX Bloody Heart at the top of the order. So XX Bloody Heart disguised very loosely as a camel because everybody saw that you weren't one first. What would you like to do? Great question. Everybody sees me. Everybody sees a, a camel, camel. that previously looked like okay. you. All right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pick up the orange ring of the portal, mm-hmm. and I want to get up close. Not too close, but at like maybe uh, 12 feet away, and I want to try and do a ring toss <laughs> with the orange side down on one of those guys. Just, just out of curiosity, are you doing this with your camel mouth? I'm going to drop the camel. <laughs> I want camel. The illusion is done. <laughs> it's a person. Decamel. Yeah, initially he was slinking around with it in his Does that mouth. give him an advantage because it's like surprising? No. So that's going to be a dexterity roll. Do you feel like you have a skill that would apply to ring toss? I get a plus three to circus games no. from, uh, from my carny background. Um, my experience in a carnival. No, straight up dex then. Okay. Uh, but damn. Ooh. That would be a 17. Ooh. You throw it, and the ring goes, it like moves to attack it, so it like lunges its head out, and that's like the makes, it turns the snake into the perfect like pole for this <laughs> ring. <So> like, <laughs> yeah, spin around its body and drop all the way down. So for the moment, at least. Snake's just outside the door. Like, the <laughs> fire snake is presumably back where you guys came from. Do I still have some movement? Turn it off, turn it off, turn yeah. it off. All right, yeah, then I want to run movement. up to it and then deactivate it. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Portal off. Portal <laughs> off. It's out there. And, uh, <laughs> there you go. One down, boyos. That was awesome. That was sweet. Nice job. All right. So Sora and Sindel together are More next. To and Sora's going to use the distraction of XX Bloody Camel turning back into black XX Bloody Heart. I should never have given you that power. That was nope. my mistake. I apologize. One flub. Let that one flub of a line. I apologize to our listening audience <laughs> for accidentally saying camouflage, <laughs> changing the whole course of this campaign. So Sora uses the distraction of XX Bloody Heart doing that ring toss to sort of sneak quietly around some kind of behind where XX Bloody Heart went, but she's trying to uh, keep them 
out of notice. So she'll use uh, her whole movement this side to get almost as far as XX Bloody Heart is, but she's kind of coming up a little bit behind where the portal is with Sindel to try to get her in there. And that brings us to Maya. Uh, so I had this figured out and then that just happened. So I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna point my finger at Lord Sharkandris. I'm gonna cast True Strike. So basically I get a brief insight into his defenses and on my next turn, I get advantage on my first attack roll against him, assuming that my spell, my concentration hasn't been broken. Also, I didn't really roll initiative for Bill, and I feel like that was like we just, you know, messed that up, didn't we? Poor Bill. Well, yeah. I mean, Bill's up there in his own. He's, oh. he's he's fighting the uh, oh he's the goblin the, the thing the up goblin? there or the mephit or whatever that thing is. What's his death? Go ahead and roll initiative for Bill, and we'll fit him in there to figure out what's going on. With Yay! So the that's, Bill situation. Uh, Thirteen plus three says so sixteen. So he'd be going about the same time as me. Okay. Um, and I would probably be see if you can get near Shakandus. All right, so we'll resolve Bill in a minute. But uh, when you point at Sharkandris, do you just want to like weirdly point at him, or you want to say anything <laughs> to I him, wanna... or take any movement? I'm not gonna take any movement. Um, she will point at him and be like, "You are a bad man." That's all she's. All right, so up there, Bill. Bill. <laughs> is on the top of the battlements, staring down at this little creature, which is a Magmin. And the Magmin is very damaged by the previous magic missile, but it's going to take an attack at Bill. Let's see how it goes. We we knew how this was gonna end. (laughs) All right, Magmin is going to reach out at Bill and attempt to touch him. And uh, what's Bill's AC? <laughs> That's cute that you think he has an AC. Uh, Everybody has an AC. is What's 13. his cuddle level? <sighs> Thirteen is good. Oh, 13, really? Uh, Bill just like wiggles down, um, and like, uh, he's a small AC. target. Maybe between yeah, the little. legs of the little magman and evades its touch. Better, better actually. Better than your AC. Yeah, my yeah. AC is twelve. <laughs> well, at the moment it's fifteen. Oh, it's a major, major armor. armor yeah. That's good. Well, he's wilier. Um, Bill can't attack though. What do you? Uh, so Bill gets his turn. <laughs> what do you want Bill to do? Well, there's not clearly there's not a way down from where Bill is at. Jump. He's not, oh, but he doesn't can cast get an a spell through Bill. Well, if I cast a spell through Bill, does that mean that I can't cast my spell? Yeah, it's gonna take your. You wouldn't be able to take your regular action. You'd have to cast through Bill. You know what, though? Let's go. Can I retcon and do that instead? And just cast my spell through Bill rather than doing the uh, true strike? Instead of true strike? Yes. Sure. Now, it has to be a touch spell, right? Yes. Um, Can I do sword burst (laughs) through Bill? (laughs) Yes. <laughs> That's what I want to do. What does it look like? <laughs> Tiny weasel sword. <laughs> so that means that the, the, the magma dude has to make a dex save. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you can say no, Zach. <laughs> no, I'm loving it. Uh, the magmin rolled a two total of four for yeah, a dex save. Yeah, that's not enough. Nope. So Bill the Weasel suddenly swords burst from him (laughs) in every direction. Uh, Like three of them go right through 
the very surprised Magman, who is already pretty injured. And uh, that means death burst is going to happen. When the Magman oh, dies, no. it explodes. <laughs> Fire and magma. Each Stakes creature within 10 feet must take a DC 11 dexterity throw. Oh, dear. Roll for Bill. Oh, poor Bill. Still okay. I mean, it was a good run. I mean, I'm Tune in next week for Bill oh, versus the Magman. That's a 21. <laughs> oh, no. Knights of the Roll Table. All right. Well, but he's got one hit point, so if it's even half damage, he's, he's in trouble. Ooh, is it half damage? Um, Zach wants to kill say, your weasel. So this familiar is in a, a fiery fiend yep. oh, fit. Bill. <laughs> oh. Bill wiggles all around. He dodges several balls of magma, but then finally gets hit by just the burst of heat, and uh, that <laughs> takes down his one HP. He only has one HP. He has all those stats and just one hit point. That's what that's what yep. Fight Club Five has has ordained. All right. So, so uh, when he dies, Maya is going to let out. A bit of a death squeal, and she'll just be like, "No!" She can, of course, resummon him anytime she casts the spell. But I assume Maya has that same reaction every single time he dies. It's just as dramatic each and every time. Why is she so upset? She has no chill. All right, Bill. When Maya drops her apple down. (laughs) (laughs) Bill is gone. So is the Magman. He will not be raining fire. Nobody else was in his death burst radius. And that takes us to... Uh, How big is Lord Charkandris? Lord Charkandris is... um, She's like... He's basically... These magical lords and ladies seem to be just sort of like jumbo-sized humanoids. He's the same sort of like extra large, maybe like 10-foot tall person that Titania and Lady Aranye and uh, Lord Metre are. Is he right in front of the portal? He is not uh, right in front. He's on that other platform standing in front of his throne thing. So he's probably like 15 feet away or so from the portal. All right. Uh, Coach is going to pull out both Warhammers. Uh, he's already burst into a rage, um, and he's going to run at him and start to do some strikes against Charkandris. All right, roll those. 22, and then 14 for the second. Okay, so uh, Coach is hitting Lord Charkandris. First hammer strike was 22 to armor class. That's a hit. Second one was, what did 14. you say, 14? All right, those both hit. Roll your Ooh. damages. Okay. 14. So he has resistance to bludgeoning, and one of your hammers is magical, magical. and will ignore it, and the second one will well, be half. So technically, this is both my main weapon, because I have extra attack. Okay. Uh, and then any like bonus atta- bonus action would be my secondary weapon. Okay, that's fine, so don't worry about resistance. Um, the second strike is 11 damage. 11 damage, so 25 damage total. And then I'll go ahead and use my bonus action to attack him again with my offhand weapon. Uh, 13 on that attack. That's a miss. Okay, so wish. And that's my turn. All right, so Coach lands those hammers, and then he realizes that he is extra hot as he runs up to Lord uh, uh, Charkandris. Hot, 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 Roll, actually, I will roll for the damage that occurs to you. And uh, it will be eight halves. So you take four damage just moving in is close it fire to damage? him. 
it is it's halved because of the fire resistance. Oh, that is so it correct. would have been fire. But then Damage. he looks at you condescendingly and say like, "Well, that was a very impressive opening, but that is about all I'm willing to tolerate." And he bangs his staff on the ground, and everybody within thirty feet, which oh, is going to be definitely Coach and XX is probably all of you are going to so basically that burning radiance is spreads out and uh i will roll this and say what everybody takes you probably have some sort of save everybody roll a constitution saving Ooh. throw hey okay. mm, no fifteen thirteen twenty maya passes plus two ten maya passes Oh, no. 23. Maya and Gravely pass. Probably need to do one for the girls. I'm also casting Absorb Elements as a reaction, and I take that fire damage and oh. can get an extra D6 damage on the my yeah. next turn. Who likes Black Panther? Nice. Oh. I'm going to cast Squeal Like a Girl. Um, <laughs> Actually, uh, that's a free action. Can, can I do... <laughs> was that a spell? Uh, no. All right. It's not a spell. Know. The guy's made of fires. So. Hey, one of these is I'm going to get to use Counterspell, okay? Everyone who did not pass will take 15 points hey. of fire damage, and everybody who did pass, Maya and Gravely, will take 8 points of fire damage. Oh. Ow! Oh, hot, 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 hot. So I don't like that. That's it. Ow! Sorak passed, but takes that damage. Sindel did not appear to be affected by it. And uh, Charkandris laughs as he Immunity. watches all of you burn. And Does he have a cool laugh? Right. Like <laughs> I think he laughs like Urkel. Okay. <laughs> he, he, he doesn't. That's what I'm hearing. Zach in my just head. demonstrated a very manly, like, villain laugh. That was Zach's natural laugh. That yeah. <laughs> yeah, was me prepping to the do the actual laugh. Um, all right. So that was Charcandrus's turn. He stands his ground, and that means it's the fire snake's turn. The fire snake just watched its brother disappear. Oh, they're related. I mean, you don't really know for sure, but the way it reacted seemed, it's a racist. seemed brotherly. Like, what, you think all fire snakes, like, they're all related? No. I don't. You're going to have to ask the fire snakes. Did they look alike? I, I don't as even a free action, I'd gender. like to ask <laughs> the family or relation. Yeah, did you know him? He, he nods. Okay. Was it like family? It seemed like you, you were close. Yeah, definitely. You okay. don't know, the way he nods, you don't know for sure if it was like literal family or just like we were like family, okay. but they well, were definitely close. Like, I mean, obviously I mean. they've served together, so. Yeah. Okay. Brothers in arms. They, well, they're snakes, so. Not my no question. Anyway, oh fire God. snake gonna attack XX Bloody Heart. It's gonna make two attacks, it's gonna yes. bite you, and then it's gonna whip you with its tail. So that's going to be an eight. That's going to miss with its bite. And then its tail. Well, that's a six. So not very effective on XX Bloody Heart. It does have a heated body. (laughs) I bet it does. (laughs) But it didn't successfully touch you, so you're cool. Morning is a a strong dissuasion from attacking you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it looks pretty depressed. It's going to be Gravesley's turn, but uh, two fire troops walk out through the portal at this point and sort of take stock of the battle. 
So now they are on the battle field. Oh, no. Wait, what do you they're mean fire troops? They are, there's a lot of these similar looking guys. They seem to be sort of the standard foot soldiers of what's out there. The fire army outside was looking like them. They have their sort of humanoid creatures that look like they're wearing similar types of armor to what Charkandris is wearing. And they have just entered the battlefield from the fire realm. Gravely, your turn. I'll shoot Charkandris twice. 22. 21. All right. There's a thing about this. Uh, Range attacks against him have disadvantage. Well, if we count those as one roll. (laughs) Okay, that's the first roll, so 21. So that'll be a hit. 11. Well, you're not getting lower than that. 11. Is that with your bonus? Yeah. All right. Well, you don't have to sound depressed about it. You hit him with disadvantage. Good job. Disadvantage barely fails, barely phases gravely. So roll your damage for his... uh, He is damaged. So roll your damage for that first hit. 15. 15. So you fire off one arrow, and he is not ready for it, and it hits him right in the chest and sticks there between plates of armor and does 15 points of damage. You fire off that second arrow, and he, like, casts his big staff aside and knocks it right out of the air, avoiding the second one. He will take 15 points of damage. I would like to try to get behind something or get... You know, stay stay my distance. You can stay your distance. There's not very much to get behind out there. Right. Um, I'll stay far back. You can back up a little bit and be clear of the radius that he just burned you at. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you can kind of back up to the wall to try to avoid that if he does that again. And Celius. Right. Celius uh, is going to cast Chromatic Orb. I'm going to use a level three spell. I'm going to use it as a level three, uh, and I'm going to cast it at, uh, I'm going to do cold at the snake. Cool. 16. Hit. Cold, cold hit. And then. Uh, Caught a cold. I rolled that as, what I say, level three? So, uh-huh. give me, uh, so that's going to be 68. Well, you know what? It just so happens that a fire snake is vulnerable to cold. Oh. So oh, you're going to, I believe, double that up. 12 to 8. Oh my gosh, you just want to do a He's calculator? He's going to double it? Yeah, hold on. Uh, that would be uh, uh, 50. I'm assuming vulnerability is 50? Wait, hold on. That's <laughs> 50 cannot be right. damage. Well, it was a third level spell that he just doubled. Yeah, way more fun to roll. 12 D8. So 12 50 D8. damage. Believe it or not, 50 damage uh, takes this uh, fire snake and there's already in mourning because of its fallen brother. <laughs> hey, that snake, Jeremy! <laughs> <laughs> And just totally, like, ices him yes. over. He's overtaken with cold, just seizes up and collapses. And as he collapses, he evaporates into ash. Just he doesn't a yell out, ash. Jeremy! He does, I mean, in Snake, he probably does that. Romantic orb! Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like Salias is the kind of sorcerer who would yell out the name of the spell. <laughs> oh, my God. Lightning, okay. bolt. Lightning bolt. Lightning <laughs> Romantic bolt. orb! Lightning bolt. It's like a Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Fire Snake is down. Those other two fire troops are on the battlefield. Lord Charcandrus is taking oh, some damage. Uh, Slice is also going to back up out of that radius. All right. <laughs> All 
right, uh, close to Gravely, or where do you want to go? Ah, uh, sure, over by Gravely. He's a good guy. All right, backing up to where Gravely is. Hello. And that brings us back to XX Bloody Heart. Okay. All right. Here's what I want to do. I'm going to. I'm going to like kind of uh, run away a little bit. I want to kind of um, sneak up around to kind of get behind uh, Sharkandris, Sharknado, and I want to use Charcuterie Nado. I want to get, I want to pull out of my pack my vial of basic poison, and I want to lace my dagger with this poison, uh, and that will be my action. And then I want to use anything else to kind of hide and hide behind this big throne. Okay, you can sneak up, hide behind his throne, dip your dagger in basic poison. Is there stats for basic is that poison? Like, is that like the pumpkin yeah. spice it's latte of poison? Uh, it is. So basic. <laughs> so basic. Yeah, it's like an add, a, I add something Maya to would if, have I, if it lands. Poison. Yeah. All right, you are hidden behind the throne in the sure radius would. of uh, burniness. Um, uh, all right, you're, you're hidden behind there, and the turn of you will end. So, <laughs> great sentence. <laughs> Thanks, Yoda. Great sentence. <laughs> that, put that on a new Instagram the turn post. The turn of you will end. <laughs> I think that's just foreshadowing for your character's death. Who's that? No. Well, we've come to the part where Zach plays against himself because Sora and Sindel <laughs> are there. The two fire troops are also there, and they watch XX Bloody Heart. Walk up towards the throne, which uh, if they follow him a little bit, Charcandus has not noticed that happen, but the fire troops do notice you walk away from them, which is a useful distraction for Sora and Sindel, who sneak up close to the throne, but um, may roll some stealthiness. So Sora's able to sneak up there, but Sindel is less stealthy. She stumbles a little bit, and one of them turns around and looks at her and Sora will him wait let me think about this uh Zach's playing himself among both sides of the battle don't want to look up every single skill of all these people so yeah okay this is like when you see a guy at the park playing himself at jazz <laughs> and it's like, really gets up walks to their side yeah. sits down <laughs> next move all right, so Sora remains stealthy. Sindel trips a little bit. The guard turns around, looks at Sindel, and uh, will make an attack on her. Uh, it lunges forward and attempts to attack and misses and lunges forward a little bit while Sindel shoots off a firebolt at it and hits it for only one damage because it's a fire troop her signature fire spells are not super useful in that situation but that distracts it enough for uh, a bear to attack it because uh sort turned into a bear what what, the what? see I'm that's the kind of animal you like you forgot she was bearing the lead <laughs> see camel not effective bear that's good. You know what, though? A big enough camel. <laughs> he is a regular-sized camel. We're 40, not making him a super camel. 40 camel-sized bears versus... Wait, there's a bear. bear Where'd the bear camel. come from? <laughs> so she roars and growls and bites into this troop and then casts him aside, which doesn't kill him, but knocks him out of range and injured. Knocks him kind of far away from Sindel. 
who is uh, now facing the portal right up there. And Barely touched him. Brings oh. us to... Oh no, bear puns. Jeez. Oh, no. This is bad. I gotta think ahead. And so, you have anything. to teach me how you do that. I could turn into an actual squirrel. <laughs> she says, focus, focus on the focus on the objective. She probably can't say that as a bear. You see her. <laughs> but you know what she's saying. But we will talk about this. Alright, so Maya's turn. Oh, you try shoot. briefly to turn into a bear. Doesn't work. And uh, what are you going to do? <laughs> I think, I think You're on all nuts. fours. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, I go back to fighting. Uh, so since she doesn't have Fight. her little buddy friend, she's just going to go all Eldritchy blast on Lord uh, Crate and Barrel. <laughs> and yep. I'm going to okay. do 1d20 per beam. Two beams yes. on Crate and Barrel. Yeah. Separate attacks. Okay. So that's a seven plus five, so that's a twelve. Miss. Balls. That's a twelve plus five, that's a seventeen. Hit. Yay! So that's, that's gonna be seven. Eldritch Blast smacks into Lord Charcandris. Maya's turn. Are you gonna stay stationary or move? She's gonna move like a couple steps back because she learned her lesson after that last. Uh, all right, she's keeping her distance. Coach is right up in there. Right up in there. Coach, what are you going to do? Three attacks. Take your damage from being close oh, to him. Oh, no. <laughs> so you're going to start off by taking three Ugh. fire damage. Okay. And then what happens with your hammers? Not very much. Um, I rolled a 14, 14, and a 10. All right, the 14's oh, no. hit. Nope. 18 damage plus four. 22 damage on Chikandris. Yes, I'm. that's the only person near me. Okay. All right, two more hard hits right up against him, and uh, they are striking hard, and he is looking angry and damaged and hurt and like he's going to strike back against you. Do you have anything else for your turn? Do you want to run far away from him, or do you perhaps want to stay engaged? Uh, if what I run away, do? he's going to slap me very, very badly. Well, that's true. That would be attack of opportunity. Yeah, I, that's that's it. I'm, I'm just going to stay there. I'm going to keep pounding away at him to try and give Sora and Sindel enough time to get through. Because I, I don't want his attention on them. I'm your opponent, and you don't. you better not forget it. Charkandris looks down at you and raises his staff and says, I shall teach all of you a lesson, and looks to strike Coach, but instead teleports ah. to right where Gravely oh, and Celius are. <laughs> oh no! Dang it! What? That was uh, that wasn't very. That, that's not very sporting. Each of you takes six fire damage. Ooh. Is that after the? Uh... Yep. Okay. Jeez. And then he is going to make a scorching blast. Oh. First one's at Gravely for 16. So, uh, uh, yeah, the hits. All right, you are going to take 18 damage from that Dang. Scorching Blast. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> gravely. Ow. He's gravely wounded. 
So he and he appeared right in between you, knocks gravely away with that scorching blast, who goes flying back a few feet, and then he's going to attack. Perhaps we can talk about this. Elias, for nine, ten, thirteen. Oh, that would be below my mage armored armor class. All right, so he blasts into you, which would hit, but it is absorbed by your magical mage armor. Oh. Um, yeah, you can see the scorching energy uh, push up against the armor that holds it off. Singed my beard. And that will bring us to Gravely. It doesn't hit you at all? Nope. Wow. Mage armor. <laughs> only so, gives me an extra. Am I, am I knocked prone? Is Gravely takes... knocked prone? Yes. Oh, man. Can I still shoot him, but do I have disadvantage? You, yeah, you could shoot him up, you, or you, you could stand people up. People with, like, mirrors and stuff. I think you can shoot from there. All right, I'll stand up. Uh, I have disadvantage uh, with ranged attacks. That's lame. Well, he well, knocked you, you back a few get... feet. I'll give you, he knocked you back a solid 10 feet, so you're at range. I'll shoot him twice. Yeah, you will. 13. Wait, is it still disadvantage? No, not if you stand. Okay, oh, I stand. Oh, but he has but I have disadvantage because of that range thing. Right? Because of the, the, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. the shimmer. Yep, that's disadvantage. All right, so 13, well, no, 11. So that misses. Both of miss. Seventeen. Oh yeah. That will hit. Mm-hmm. Sixteen. That's good for single arrow. Yeah, that was a second good. arrow. So gravely stands up and fires off one arrow, which clanks against his armor. He turns around to face you, and you hit him right in the. Where do you want to hit him? In the nose. <laughs> in the nose. <laughs> Leave my friend alone. <laughs> <laughs> Just right up his One nose because I'm a low right angle. Here. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna give him a nose piercing. Oh, the arrow it goes through. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it goes right through his nose, out the other nostril, oh. damaging, gross. blood, gross, bloody, fiery yuck pours gross. out of his uh, face, and uh, he takes 15, 16 damage. You said, and can I uh, run with the rest of my movement? I know I took half my movement to stand up, but mm-hmm. I'll run the rest of my. Half of 25 feet away from... <laughs> Shoot him in the face and then like, okay, bye! <laughs> 12, 12 and a half feet later. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> There's Gravely and now Salius. Oh. Uh, so he's like right up on top of me right mm-hmm. now. Uh, he just got shot in the nose! <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to not be right on top of him. Oh, God. Um, so if, I, oh. if I cast Chromatic Orb, would that be oh, at disadvantage? Uh, yes, because you are in... Melee range. I suppose I should probably. I'm gonna die if I do this. Uh, I should probably. You're I should in a probably. Fair amount of trouble. I should probably have, try to get away from him. If unless you, you're so you can uh, attempt that. How brave are you? And though? he will get attacks of opportunity. Yeah, don't run away because then he's gonna slash you down. Right. If you stay, you have your mage armor and you're good to. You can all hold your ground. And he still has his mage armor if he runs. That's better than. And he only gets one attack on you as yeah. opposed to getting two. If I exactly. But I don't have anything that can hit him otherwise. Um, all right. I'm just going to go ahead and do Chromatic Orb, I guess, at disadvantage. Okay. I'm going to do it as the second level spell. Okay. That would be, uh, okay, 17 is my low, but then the plus whatever, plus 7, so 24. That was my that was the disadvantaged one. Wow. Good 20, job. 24 to hit. All right. And I did a second level spell, so I get... Uh, so I'm doing cold again on this guy, uh, so that'd be... 4d8. There's three. 
And another four is seven. Oh, man. <laughs> but it's cold damage. There's cold here. damage does not seem to uh, specially affect Lord Tricandrus, so that was seven total. Charmander. Look, Mr. Charlie Chaplin, uh, perhaps we uh, could not fight. How How is Lord Charcandrus looking? Chork, Lord Charcandrus looks pretty beat up and damaged in a lot of different ways. Um, but the two more foot soldiers that walk in through the gate look uh, perfectly fine. Mm. So there's now four on the field. Just One. It is bit by a bear. All right, and that takes us back to XX Bloody Heart. XX Bloody Heart is no longer near Lord Charcandrus. He is in uh, melee range, but two more foot soldiers, three foot soldiers altogether are nearby you. Four, actually, foot soldiers are nearby you. Two of them are not paying attention to you. What the heck are you doing hiding behind there? <laughs> yeah. Why would you do that? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm stealthing. What? Well, you don't tell. Don't Call me out? No, but there's nobody else here. There's a ton of people here. There's nobody here. Look right there. Well, the guys. Oh, we'll go get them. Well, I'm not going to get them now. Could I uh, reach Sharkandris? You could run at him and reach him, yes. Great. So I'm going to do that. And I'm going to use my poison dagger and try and come up behind him. Sneak attack style. Okay. So you can get your sneak attack without having to be hidden because there is a Salius within five feet of him. Mm-hmm. So you're just going to run up full speed, hmm. jump up on him, stab him with a dagger, roll your attack. As he's coming up, so he's like, oh, hello, XX <laughs> <laughs> You can do it. Hey! Oh, okay, I'll take that. Oh, that's a hit. Uh, that's 22. All right, that will hit him. Excess runs up, leaps up in him, and plunges his poison dagger <laughs> into poison. there. He is uh, has resistance to piercing, and uh, so roll your all, all your damage with your sneak attack and everything, but then have it. And then Actually, he needs a DC ten um, for the um, poison. Constant. So Constitution DC ten for him to see if this poison goes with that. Woo. 15. That passes. <laughs> uh, 11. All right. You are up there on him. You kind of like grab up, put one hand on his armor and pull up to stab him in uh, maybe like the shoulder in between where his armor has some vulnerability. And you said 11? 11. All right. With At, poison. All right. Salius is nearby. Gravely is... Uh, Within melee range, close by, you're going to take some damage because it's hot in your cloaks. You're probably also going to take like at least one level of exhaustion at this point. Um, I, I hydrated. Three. <laughs> Hydration. You're going to take four, That's right. four That's fire damage crest. running up and jumping on him. Four. Four. And that will bring us to Sora and Sindel, who um, Sora is engaged. Sora's in her bear form taking on as many of the fire troops as she can. Two of the fire troops are running towards uh, Lord Charcandrus to aid him. Two are engaged with the bear. So that clears the way for Sindel to make it to the portal. And she walks up to it, kind of like looks up at it. It's way bigger than her. It's probably about a 10-foot radius circle 
um, standing there in the middle of the of the of the ring here, and she takes a deep breath and jumps into it, where she rises up and floats right in the center of it, and you she you see her go into full fire form the way she was when you first encountered her in the in the town square, and she shot a fireball at her, so. Her hair is lit up. It looks like just like her hair turns to fire and her eyes are lit up with fire. Her arms spread out and, and she's kind of right there floating in the middle of the portal. And as she does that, she turns towards the two fire uh, foot soldiers that are fighting her mama bear and shoots out blasts of fire. And both of them are just obliterated into ash and the ash gets immediately pulled into the portal and goes back past her next is maya yeah well i mean i'm out of my my big spells but i'll throw some eldritch blasts his way you can do it (laughs) so that's a five so a ten to hit and miss eldritch blast right past his head and then that's an eight so that would make a 13 to hit another eldritch blast right past uh salius's head oh does not hit him Kind of disturbing. Maya says, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm really tired. Coach's turn. Coach is going to run up behind Lord Charcandrus, and he's going to try and grab... Um, well, are there any foot soldiers left near Sora? There are two that are n- headed towards Lord Charcandrus, which you're pretty Dang close it. to their, their path there. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and intercept them, and I'll try and take them out. Okay. So I'm going to Reckless. Yeah, so that's a 26 to hit. Are you... So that's going to hit one of them. Yeah, this soldier. So so. there's two. Are you going to hit? Roll damage for the first one for the first soldier so we see what happens to him. Eight damage on the first one. Okay, so you smack him as he's running towards Lord Charcandrus and knock him prone. He's still uh, up there. Looks start to start to scramble to his feet. What do you me. want to hit with your second one? Okay. Fourteen to hit. Okay, so you strike him once. He falls on the ground. You strike him again, and he uh, again. He also uh, just evaporates into ash and okay. gets sucked into the portal. So now I'm going to do an offhand strike against the other one. The other one kind of skids to a halt and looks at you and uh, go for it. Do twenty-three to that hit. Hit. And then I've only rolled ones and twos for damage <laughs> this entire time. Ones and twos. Uh, okay, so that's uh, one d eight. That's one three damage. Ooh. <laughs> Takes three damage. Believe it or not, that does not take him down. <laughs> three? three, 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 three damage with a war with a war with hammer. a war hammer from yep. our barbarian. Uh huh. Cool. That's right. Thanks for thanks for showing up. Yep. So good. He's <laughs> done a lot of other cool. This is a glancing <laughs> blow. Yeah. <laughs> Only ones and twos on my damage. Remember players. when you jumped? Yeah, that was so cool, you guys. So that troop, he skids to a stop, looks at Coach, takes a little yes. bit of damage, and then he's kind of like looking back and forth between Lord Charcandrus and this barbarian that just hit him and took out his friend, not sure what he's going to do. And it's Lord Charcandrus's turn. So Lord Charcandrus first is going to reach over his shoulder and try to uh, grab XX Bloody Heart. So, uh, roll dexterity save, XX Bloody Heart. I rolled a 15. I did not succeed. Okay, then I feel like <laughs> That'd be a 10. <laughs> okay, so he reaches over and grabs uh, oh, solidly God. two of your cloaks 
Uh, if no. you were only wearing one cloak, you'd probably be safe. No. But he catches the edge of two of them and just like whips you around uh, by the cloak. So basically by your neck. And like somebody spinning a Barbie <laughs> by the hair. <laughs> Got it. So he whips you around and into gray, not gravely, uh, Salius, make a dexterity save. Oh, that's not going to help. Oh, this is interesting. Am I an improvised save? weapon? Yes. Be... 1d4. <laughs> 1d4? <laughs> Uh, 13. Mm, so you, uh, XX Bloody Heart slams into you. Oh! And uh, you won't Sorry. take any damage, but you're both knocked prone in a heap. <laughs> and then he turns to Gravely and uh, is going to shoot some fire at Gravely. He, has, he, has, he can grab him and shoot me. Yep, but Big not dude. very well. So you are 14. 14 to attack. 14 hits. Oh, I guess he can. 23 <laughs> half would be 12 damage to Gravely. Ooh. Still alive. Hey. Oh, how's Gravely looking? Both his arms Fell pretty off. rough. <laughs> All right, so Gravely gets blasted back some more with a fiery beam of damage. All right, that takes us to Gravely. Wipe the blood off my forehead and say, All right. Lord Chard, Chard Can Corn, I'm gonna shoot. I'm, I'm gonna shoot you so you can go out of this existence, and I'm gonna shoot him twice. That's eighteen. Oh, I have disadvantage. So uh, uh, eighteen would be the lesser. Ooh, that's the first attack. That's gonna hit. Oh come on, and eleven. That's going to miss. So roll your damage oh, for that yeah. first arrow. Brutal. Okay. Colossus Slayer, so 14 damage. So Lord Charcandrus is uh, facing you because he just blasted you with fire and he says, I will rule this land. I will destroy you all. And my forces will march over the... <laughs> As he gets hit by your arrow. And, but a uh, little girl's going to stop you. Nah, 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 nah. We he... do not recognize the monarchy as a valid form of government. <laughs> He stumbles back, looks at Maya quizzically, looks towards the arrow that just lodged itself in his throat, and he begins to crumble into the same sort of ash that the others did. Yes! And that ash is uh, pulled directly towards on the wind into the portal and whisked past Sindel as Lord Charcandrus has been <laughs> defeated. <laughs> yes! We did it! There's still that one guy in the room, isn't there? Yep. <laughs> we don't need to go back there. We don't need to worry about it. No, that. no, not the snake. I mean the other guy that, that only got... <laughs> there is that guy who is going... Let's all care of it. Let's all turn and just look at yeah. him. Yeah. Gravely just kind of falls on his knees and collapses a bit. I want to look at him and just say, do you want to rethink your life's choices right now? Uh, he looks all around you and uh, unclear, unclear that he speaks common. Uh, but he uh, maybe turns back towards the portal and just sort of like dives through it. Attack of opportunity. Okay, go for it. <laughs> I, I was going to hit him with some frostbite on his way out. You take just it. let the guy go? No, no. He doesn't deserve it. And I'm, I'm, I'm already reckless right now, so. Roll for it. Reckless and wild. <laughs> a one and a two. Oh. oh no. uh, so two plus nine is my. <laughs> Does not hit. It just whisks. Whisks past Whoa. him as he runs away from. Yeah, that's what I thought. Coach. This way. 
And he dives yeah. through right like underneath. He basically like tumbles on the ground past underneath where Sindel is floating. And uh, the battlefield is clear. All of the enemies have been whisked through it. And as you look, as Sindel is uh, still there in the portal, you see uh, all around her on the ground, the black magma-ish stone starts to uh, crumble away and turn into the same sort of ash as it did before. Uh, you also hear a big, like, banging sound on the giant doors as uh, somebody is out there. And, uh, but the, the radius from the portal expands into ash and dust and continues to get pulled into the portal where Sindel is. And it continues to expand out to the walls, the first interior walls, and those start to crumble away and uh, dust into the portal. And you see briefly, uh, you see who was knocking on the door, which was Donovan and Cavan, as the, the battle outside seems to have gone well and they were coming to aid you. So they're basically knocking on the door as it like evaporates and gets pulled into the portal. The fire snake looks like they have taken it down out there. Uh, but its remains are getting dusted and that radius, it continues to expand and expand and expand and pretty soon the whole fortress uh, just evaporates and is pulled into the portal. It looks like the river of lava cools, which would just make it a ring of rock. You know, to make a river of lava, you just need to heat something, <laughs> really. Anything could be a river of lava, if it turns out, if you think about it. Just if you believe heat. enough. Stuff, not water. It's deep stuff, man. Yeah, right. Um, so, fire. basically, very quickly, uh, you are all the fire troops. What remains of the few fire troops that uh, militia and lichens are clearing up also uh, evaporate and are all pulled to the portal, and pretty soon you're standing in the clearing again with just this giant fire portal in the middle of it with uh Sindel still floating at it and Sora transforms back into her human form and she runs up to Sindel who's still in the portal Sindel is there she's still in kind of her fire form uh just sort of like staring blankly with her eyes filled with fire and she says uh don't don't be mad okay and Sora says, of course not. You did great. We did it. I'm so proud of you. And Sindel says, uh, I have to go. I can't. It, it doesn't close from this side. And Sora starts to starts to contemplate, doesn't really want to like understand what she's saying. She says, what? No, no, no. We can find a wait, way. Wait, just no. Come you back. Come with us. Come back. Well, fine. There's another way. We can fix it. Just, just come back. And uh, Sindel says, it, "It's okay. It's okay, Mum. I, I was meant to do this. I, I can tell. I'm, I'm from here. This is, this is my place. I have, I have friends here. Uh, I have, I have people. And Sora, look, she's, I mean, heartbroken, but she gets the, the gravity of the situation, and." She knows, she knows she has to say goodbye. And she says, but baby girl, you did, you did so good. I'm so proud of you. I love you so much. And uh, Sindel 
For a minute, the, the fire clears out of her eyes and it's just her. And uh, she looks at her mom and she says, I love you too, mom. I'll, I'll see you again soon. And uh, the last remnants of ash are pulled through the portal behind her and uh, the fire lights up in her eyes again and then the portal and uh, it winks out and there's there's no more fire and it's just a big empty circle in the middle of this clearing and uh, there you are Sora collapses in a heap what, what just happened? I'm so sorry Kevin goes running up to Sora and, and comforts her. Maya, can you can you there. open a portal with your with your stick? Mr. Stick, can you help? She'll wave the stick around and see if it does anything. The stick radiates a healing energy, and uh, everybody who has taken some damage can recover ten points of healing damage, <sighs> but it does not open up any sort of a... I'm oh. Sally. I don't know how to help. I'm so Sally. Oh. Coach is going to walk over to uh, Sora and kind of um, put his put his, uh, put his his hammers away and uh, put his arm around her and it's going to kind of um, and he goes uh, kind of look, looking her in the eyes. Uh, Sora... I know what it's like to, to, to lose somebody who's really close to you. Your daughter's amazing. Yeah. You raised her right, and that's that's something that any any parent would would, would die for to, to to raise their kids right. And and you did that. And you you know what she can do. She's gonna be fine. So Kevin Kevin runs up next to her. So when you arrive, they're both there. Uh, comforting each other, and you say that to both of them, and they they look up at you, and Kevin puts a puts a hand on your uh, arm because your arm shoulder has spiky, spiky on it, <laughs> huh. and uh, says thank you, thank you, you're right. So it just feels like a a, a a small hug around her leg, because <laughs> gravely comes up and hugs her leg. So one by one, you all head up there and comfort each other and hold each other and reflect on the fact that even though it doesn't exactly feel like it, you have uh, won. You've won the battle. We skip ahead a little bit. You've made your way back. You're in the town of Respite. Things are getting patched back together. Things have been relatively peaceful. There's been no more signs of trouble. Repairs are being made to the fences and the buildings that have been damaged in the attacks. And you're starting to relax and have a sense of normalcy start to return. What uh, What do you feel like you'd be doing in those couple of days? Maya has taken up residency actually on the back wall of the inn. She's made a large mural that's kind of like a little bit abstract, but if you look closely, you can see what looks like a girl covered in fire with like a big portal around her. And then there's like fire, but like flowers exploding out of it. That's what she's been doing. Awesome. Coach has been... In the nude. Yeah, of course. Well, yeah. That makes sense. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh. Um... Uh, well, uh, Coach has been helping out with uh, the, the repairs on the town. 
because he, he knows quite a bit about masonry and he's been helping to uh, reinforce uh, his favorite wall that he misses so much. <laughs> uh, making sure that all the wells are working properly so that everybody's getting their proper hydration, of course. <laughs> and uh, you know, making sure that they're, they're pure and all the good stuff. Uh, he is also feeling the weight of uh, needing to continue to go out and uh, find more people to help with his mine. Um, and he's kind of making preparations to leave. Great. Gravely is going to go outside of town and look for Lyra at the Abbey and just ask around and see if she's around and kind of looks at everybody to see if she might be in um, con- incognito and with her disguising him with her finger bone of, of um, Saint Ignacio. Saint Ignacio. <laughs> and, she, and every once in a while he'll just have a conversation with somebody and be like, are you? <laughs> are are you lying to me? No, no, I'm Greg. Oh, all right. I'll I'll take ten arrows, please. <laughs> so yeah, he just he's just kind of looking for Lyra. You definitely talk to some talk to uh, some of the nuns at the Abbey, and definitely they remember Lyra, and uh, have all sorts of Lyra-like stories of like the ridiculous things she tried and lies she told and. They were kind of onto her, but humoring her because she's not a very good liar for how much she He's tells like, lies. oh yeah, she lied to me too. It was wonderful. <laughs> but they're definitely, I mean, they're trying to like, they're committed to like caring for her and reforming her and are pretty upset with her for stealing their relic of St. Ignacio. And, uh, St. Ignacio. Yeah. Ignacio. Ignacio. And moving on, but there appears to be no signs of Lyra. You really have no idea if she might be hanging around or she might be 50 miles away by now. Salius will uh, probably go around talking to everyone in town, seeing if they have any books, so he can check them out, because he likes doing that kind of thing. Also, he's going to pour through the book that he went through all this trouble, and he was out here in the first place to get the Traveler's Guide to the Realm and see if there's any information about portals that could possibly... Bring bring Sindel back, uh, and then he's also going to write a letter back home and just kind of detail his adventures and send it off with the courier, uh, and also ask them to try to dig up some books so that they're ready for him when he gets back, so he can research this some more. You're able to find some interesting volumes, but not too much information that helps you out with the portals and such. The courier heads off. XX Bloody Heart. A lot of sulking, <laughs> walking around at night in the moonlight. So on one of your walks out in the moonlight, um, Lady Aranye appears to you. A portal to the Feywild opens up in front of you and says, XX, you look sad. I am sad. Are you bored? I guess I'm bored. You know there's always work back here. Who gave you the pretty cloak? Come yeah, on give back me the through. Cloak. You know, the cloak Come on back through. I've got some fun for you over here. Things are looking up. Let me tell you, my brother is in retreat, and things are good over here. There's going to be parties. Oh, that sounds cool. Okay. Like right now? Yeah. Can I? It would right. be very cool <laughs> if you just disappeared into the night, let me tell you. That would be pretty cool. I don't know. i got to think about it. I need to sulk a little more. <laughs> hey. Yes. You're good at deals. Mm-hmm. Do you know where that little girl went? Well, probably to the fire realm. I mean, that's what the portal was for. 
Do you- Perhaps if you came over here, we could uh, talk to some people, figure things out, and uh, and uh, see what we could do. Maybe maybe there's some uh, maybe there's a power vacuum there in the fire realm, and perhaps a new uh, lady might uh, step into it at some point. Mm-hmm. I'd need a chief enforcer to help hey, me with that. Is he, is he on the portal? Lady Ranye, are, are you talking to uh, I'm working to here. XX? I want to no, talk to him. Is, 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 hey, is, is I don't know XX? if I want him to come back here, okay? It's just... bloody hot. No, he... Oh, uh, just, can, can you tell him hi, hi for me? It's, it's, it's Minotaur. And, and Black Pepper. Hey, what's up, guys? <sighs> we miss you. <laughs> We're you? all crowding in on the portal. <laughs> can we please not? <sighs> you... you you, you you need to just get get, get over your your thing there with. Uh, it's not a thing, okay? Don't call it a thing. It's not a thing. He's not that cute. Okay, so uh, Maya Gravely and Coach probably around that time. Maya Gravely and Coach are just relaxing in the inn. Donovan's not there, um, just having a drink. And uh, Kevin bursts in, looking really really excited, and says, "You hey, come on out with you three. I I need to show you something. Come on." And he what, leads what you out. What about and So, Silius uh, is not around. He's probably off reading somewhere. And uh, XX Bloody Heart is off sulking in the night, as far as you know. So, it's just Maya Gravely and Coach. And uh, he says, come on, come on. What's the big deal, Kevin? All right. What's going on? Okay, come with me. We're coming. We'll, we'll coming. follow you. Everything. Everything okay? Come on. Yes. Okay, we're going. It's a good thing. Okay, we go. Um, so, he leads you out the front gates to the little grove of trees where you met Titania. You enter this little grove of trees, which is definitely a magical feeling place. It's kind of a ring of trees with a clearing inside of it that kind of obscures things from the outside. And so in that little clearing, little inner clearing, Sora and Donovan are there waiting. And uh, Sora is standing to Donovan's right. And Donovan says, he's looking very official, and says, For generations, the knights of the realm have stood as a force for good and defenders of the innocent. We owe fealty to no ruler. We seek no tribute of coin nor esteem. We pledge ourselves to the unconditional defense of the good and the innocent. And on this day, three knights have been nominated to join the order. And Cavan says, looks really excited, and he's now standing to Donovan's uh, left says, uh, hey, he has to say, that's the official bit, he has to say that, but uh, if you have any questions, now would be a great time to ask him. Who um, who was nominated? So you have, uh, in terms of, <laughs> at this phrase, the Knights of the Realm, the Knights of the Realms, plural, is, uh, I mean, it's sort of a, it's sort of a fairy tale kind of story, almost like a conspiracy like Illuminati. sort of like, yeah, everybody kind of has s- stories of, you meet a lot of people in bars who have met knights of the realm, but it's always like a friend of mine ran into a knight who did this cool thing and rescued him in this situation. But you don't, like, people have broad ranges of opinions on whether these, like, noble knights that just show up and do cool things to fight for good are even real or not. So does this require us to stay here? What, what exactly is the obligation? Good question. Good question. One is nominated to become a knight of the realm because you've already been, uh, 
You've already been observed by a knight of the realm to act in the fashion of the knights of the realm. Wait, does this mean that you, Cavon, you a knight of the realm? Mm, maybe, you know, uh, <gasps> would, I, would, you'd have to be, you know, that might be a secret. I don't know. I can't talk about it. So I was like, shh. <laughs> Gravely, I think he's talking about us. Well, I, Donovan rolls his eyes. <laughs> it's only the three of you. In I, figured, I figured he might be, but I, I never think anybody's talking about me. Oh, well, um... Gravely, you are wonderful. Of course they are talking about you. Why are you being so silly? Uh, I, I mean, it's a very great honor, but... Uh, I mean, what could we do against all the forces of evil that the, the, tread you, upon the realm? You just shot that fool in his neck. You took him out by yourself, Gravely. Oh, well, everyone helped. We did it as a team. I, I don't think knights have to act alone. I'm only better with you two. And, and you know, uh, friends that help out. Uh, Gravely, I'm not going anywhere. We will do this together. Uh, I'm not going anywhere either. I, I, eventually, I'm going to get uh, reinforcements for, for Dreadex, and I'm, I'm going to start a, a branch. They said they would, they would send people any day now. Sora says... <laughs> <laughs> well, I... Awkward. <laughs> I, I do have to go, you guys. What? Gosh. Sora says... The knights of the realm, and she looks at Kevin, if they exist, are called on only to do good and defend the innocent in matters when evil rears its head and good is needed. We are already doing that. It's like an on-call thing. I I don't have any trouble with that as long as I can keep, uh, you know, keep keep looking for people to, to help out in Ironhaven. Okay. Well, maybe if, if there is an invitation, we can become these knights and maybe someday we will find each other again. Oh, yeah, of course we will. Yeah, there's there's no doubt yeah. there. I'm going to miss you guys. We'll miss you too, but I'll know how to find you. Oh. And uh, Kevin says, well, uh, so there's a bit of a catch. So in order to be inducted into the Knights of the Realm, if they exist... Uh, you have uh, saying that <laughs> a candidate, a candidate has to uh, be engaged in at least three acts of great valor and good observed by a current knight of the realm. And I don't know how that could possibly be possible. And Donovan says, uh, "Is there a knight here who speaks for this half elf?" And Sora. Oh, that's me. Sora looks at Maya and says, "I watched as this." This half-elf Maya volunteered to search for my daughter when she was lost and rescued her with her friends from a green hag. She then, she volunteered again to enter the Fey Wild to find and retrieve my idiot husband who had gone there <laughs> for no necessary reason. And Kevin, that was, that's very true. Kevin laughs. Yeah, that was fun. And then she says, and then she and her friends risked their very souls to return my idiot husband to me and my family. Donovan says, is there a knight here who speaks for this dwarf? And Kevin says, well, this dwarf and his friends returned with the seed of life to cure my beloved wife, looking at Sora, of her illness and save her life. This dwarf and his friends befriended a team of orcs turning them into valuable allies instead of enemies. 
This dwarf and his friends defended the town of Respite in its hour of need. When they could have simply left, they charged in and saved the town. And then Sora says, Is there a knight here who speaks for this orkling? And Donovan. <laughs> this orc. Um, <laughs> half, uh, orkling, yeah, that's correct. <laughs> and Donovan says, This orkling. And his friends volunteered to track a party of gnolls and retrieve the lost child Sindel from danger. Despite being a stranger to these lands, this orkling fought selflessly for the realm of Oakheart in the war against the flames. And this orkling and his friends returned to the Wild and made a truce with a former enemy in the interest of the greater good. All three of them performed with extreme valor and played a pivotal role in the final battle to purge Lord Charkandris from this land and return peace to this realm. Yeah, right in the nose. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> he says, uh, what's Gravely's last name? Does he have a last name? Is it just Gravely? He hasn't said it. Right. Um... So Donovan says, Maya Cherie, Coach Larch, and Gravely, uh, Gravely. <laughs> Each of you has been nominated by a knight in good standing to join the sacred order of the Knights of the Realms. If you do so, accept. Kneel upon this ground. Oh, do we have to use our full names? Oh, Gravely's fine. Oh, yeah, all right. Gravely's fine. <laughs> all right, never mind then. <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> uh, Coach is going to kneel down. Okay. Oh, Gravely will kneel down. So Sora kneels in front of Maya and reaches out her hand and um, grafts your forearm in that same sort of handshake you once saw Kevin and Donovan do. Um, Clasp. And uh, Kevin kneels in front of Coach and grafts his forearm. He's like, oh, that's excellent definition. You Thank you. Uh, a couple of days ago, it was uh, it was forearm day. It's very excellent. <laughs> right show. forearm I can, day. I can, I can <laughs> so tell. it's perfect. I can tell this is right? nice. And, Donovan, and you're so soft. It just... <laughs> oh, no. I, moist, I moisturize. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Donovan kneels in front of Gravely and uh, grasps him his significantly smaller... <laughs> probably grab my whole arm. Yeah. <laughs> red fret. Grabs his kind of bicep. Oh, no. And Sora looks at Maya and says, Maya Shri, upon your word and honor, do you pledge yourself to the f defense of the good and innocent people of these realms to stand up when needed and place the well-being of others before your own at any cost? But of course. And Kevin looks at Coach and says, Coach Larch, upon your word and honor, do you pledge yourself to the defense of the good and innocent people of these realms to stand up when needed and place the well-being of others before your own at any cost? I'll stand as tall as I can. <laughs> And Donovan looks at Gravely and says, Gravely, upon your word and honor, do you pledge yourself to the defense of the good and innocent people of these realms to stand up when needed and place the well-being of others before your own at any cost? Of course I do. Then the three of you, let us rise together as knights of the realms. And the six of you rise up, and now you have become knights of the realms. Coach, if you are leaving, can I ask you a favor? Oh, of course, yeah. So, you know how I always wanted to paint you? Yes. Well, I've already done it, but uh, 
I was wondering if maybe at some point, it doesn't have to be today, but maybe sometime, if you are thinking about me while you travel, you could paint me. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I would never want to impede on your own artistic inclinations, but uh, it's just, you know, I, people, uh, people we, we do not continue when we are forgotten, so it will just mean that you will remember me. Please. You know, Maya, you've taught me a lot of things. I've discovered my voice with you. Uh, been able to, uh, you know, we, we, made, we did that dance once. I never danced before. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I think I'd try my hand at, at some at some painting. Okay. For, for sure, yeah. Because we will meet again and I cannot wait to see it. Oh, well, I'll, I'll make sure to get a real mental image of you there. Okay. So, are you heading north then, back to the mines? Uh, no, there's. I, I have to find other people. Uh, all, all the dwarves from there actually moved on to other mines already. Hmm. So I'm, I'm looking just like we found the orcs. I gotta, I gotta find some other people to help. If only, maybe you could find a place with a lot of dwarves. Yeah, perhaps that'd be good. For sure. You know, there are plenty of dwarves back back in my hometown. Where? Where are you from? From Emberbrook, in the realm of Marcasia. Oh. Uh, you should come with me. You can meet my husband. He's a dwarf. You guys will get along famously. Oh, he's a dwarf? Yes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, let's, 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 let's definitely do that. Um, so you think that there's lots of, like, uh, strong, you know, willing people you know, who, who, could, who could work for me, work for in the mine? There are definitely lots of strong young men there that will work for you, and young women. Oh, young perfect. everybody! Fantastic. There's even some strong older people. Oh, hey, I, I am, I am. If, if they're strong, they know how to wheel a wheel a pick, or I can even teach them. I am, I am there, uh, Sally, you, Sally, Salius. Yep. I can't wait to show you my library. You're gonna love the books. There's a whole section on anatomy. <laughs> oh, anatomy. Yes. Oh, oh, I'm in. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you like muscles and like. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah, let's do it. That sounds great. Totally. Uh, Silius, you you just lead the way. Come with me. Good luck, boys. Yeah. Where the heck is Steve? The scene opens in a forest. It's midday, there's birds chirping, and the wind rustles, and the ground, covered in leaves, starts to rumble. All of a sudden, millions of tiny vines start to sprout from the ground and the dirt. <laughs> 